You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 342 for July 1st, 2021. This week, we talk about boxers and briefs, the zoo, free Britney, sunscreen, heat waves, and flying cars. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, well, Pride, Pride Month is over and now it's America Month. Amer- oh, is that what we call July? America Month? Except we're posting this on July 1st, and July 1st is Canada Day, so I guess it's not really America Month. It's more like, I don't I don't know. It's hot as fuck. I That's feel what like it is. America tries to make every month America Month. Calm down. I mean, yeah, that's you know? true. It's like, Calm down, Amer- America. America's like, where's my Pride Month? It's like, well, you have the 4th of July where people literally explode things in your honor. So I think, you know, I think that's enough. I didn't hear about any straight pride parades this year. May, are they, are the straights okay? I may, I think it was too hot for the straights. I think the straights were staying <laughs> indoors in their air-conditioned buildings and they just their didn't have Their shorts aren't short enough. They yeah, need the short shorts. They don't wear tank tops. They don't wear short shorts. They have to stay inside because the cargo Yeah, the, car, the cargo shorts are just make too them long. Make them sweaty. The too sweaty, you know, it wasn't worth it. A lot of people, uh, let me show you where I saw this. It's not going to surprise you that I saw in defense of cargo shorts on Reddit. That is the most on-brand thing I think I've ever heard in my entire life. I okay. Here's here's a question for you. We're gonna we're gonna have an intimate we're gonna have an intimate moment on the podcast. No thanks. When, when you were when you were straight, aka when you were in fifth grade, did your mom buy you a pair of cargo shorts? No. However, well, no, I never. I don't think I ever owned like cargo cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. And I just want to preface this by saying there are a lot of there are a lot of situations where cargo shorts are very appropriate. Zookeepers. Um, yeah, zookeepers. Hiking, um, zookeepers, hiking. Yeah, if hiking you have to Amazon. carry a lot of stuff, you have a job. But I'm talking about for like everyday wear, you need to get a sensible tote. You I don't I just feel like it's pulling your pants down. There it's it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's not practical. I'm it's practical in some ways, but I feel like there are better ways to carry large amounts of things than having that many pockets and that much fabric on your body. Like you're on a safari. You need lots of pockets when you're on a safari yes. in Africa, right? I, I feel fell like out of an airplane. I fell mm-hmm. out of an airplane and I'm trapped in the Amazon. Cargo shorts. Cargo shorts. Absolutely. I'm someone, I, I jumped off my Norwegian cruise. Cargo shorts. Right. Straight, straight pride parade. Cargo shorts. Just straight things. Yeah. But now I did, however. So I wore tidy whities for a long time. Okay, so we That's are just getting what into my mom here. Wow. That's just what my mom bought me. And then when I was in middle school and I was doing basketball because I was trying to be straight, mm-hmm. they made fun of me in the locker room. And I had to, it was it was literally that episode of Liz McGuire where she has to ask her mom for a bra, mm. and she just like. The tension is so high, like she she tries to go shopping for it herself, doesn't mm-hmm. work out. And then she just like shouts out, I want a bra. That was me trying to get boxer shorts. By the way, boxer shorts are the most uncomfortable thing in the world. We are. OK, so we're, are we talking about boxers or boxer briefs? No, no, no. We're talking about boxers. No support. No support. Everything's just everything's just hanging. Your, your schlong Not is even. just it's swinging okay. around. Hitting Not things. even no support. But there's like. A barrier in the middle because they're shorts. They don't have any like U-shaped pouch situation. Mm -hmm. It's just they ride up and then they cut your balls in half. 
And your dick has to choose a side. Pick a lane, dick. Pick a lane, dick. Pick a lane. And then you're just like stuck the whole day pulling them down. Anyway, I wore boxer shorts for like a couple of years. And then I was like, this ain't it. A couple of years? Girl, you were struggling. I was really trying to fit in. Wow. Honestly, I th- I think that that is a very relatable story because I also wore tidy whities until probably I was everyone was changing in the locker rooms. And then I was like, not this, sis, not hashtag, hashtag, not, not this. And then I switched to boxer briefs. And I've been a boxer a better brief option. ever since. A way better option. Way better option. I haven't seen a tidy whitey in 25 years. I think they wanted no. extinct. I, I'm not against them because I have tidy whitey shaped underwear. I've got some. White. I've got, no, no, no. That's, that's so weird. Why would your underwear be white? I mean, like now I'm not going to get shit on myself. Well, I pooped on myself well, last year. Well, let's, let's back it up. You know, accidents let's happen. Back it up. We're geriatric up. at this point. I'm not going, you know, we have a, we have a bidet. There's no shit down there. I'm not like rubbing crusty shit all over my ass anymore. We're not I've evolved. I've evolved. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to see sweat down there. I don't want to risk it. I know it's not it's not a color your underwear needs to be. Yeah, there's no reason why your underwear has to be the color that shows every stain imaginable. Now, circling back, did your mom buy you cargo shorts? Um, I'm pretty sure I had cargo shorts in middle school or like maybe fifth grade, I think, because I mean... Montana, there's grizzly bears around. You need pockets for grizzly bears. Mountain lions, you gotta have pockets to hold your, I don't know, bear spray, your your old Sony point and shoot camera from 2004. I don't know, but like okay. I definitely, I definitely had cargo shorts as a um, middle schooler slash fifth grader. I think cargo shorts were definitely in my repertoire. Um, I, I'm, there's probably pictures to prove it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dig them up, but I'm pretty sure I was that bitch. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. There's just like, I, I feel like that you're absolutely right that there is no reason why in our advanced society you need that many pockets. Unless you're, I mean, actually, there's one, there's one reason that isn't like in the rainforest or whatever. I feel like that fishing, you need a lot of pockets when you're fishing. Okay. Fishing shorts or cargo shorts. Like, well, I feel like that's probably a, a good idea. But otherwise, let's like, just say that nobody should fish because they shouldn't. It's boring. Right. That is true. Fishing is boring. So, and you know what? You know, what's really interesting. I grew up fishing because Montana, like you do shit outdoors. My dad is a fly fish fisherman. Like it runs in the family. Absolutely thought fishing was the most boring thing ever until about three years ago. Because I feel like you get more boring um, the older you get. And since I appreciate things that are quiet and I'm appreciating like people shutting the fuck up now. I I kind of enjoy fishing because no one's talking. You're just listening to the river. You're just sitting there. And so I think I'm turning into an old man. I think that's the moral of the story is that I'm turning into an old man that likes old people things and fishing is an old person thing because it's so boring. I'll take you fishing. I'll throw you in the river. No, I'm not You'll, going. I mean, what I'm if not, I... I'm not going. I'm what not if getting I, in the car. You're not getting in the car. No, I'm not no, honey, getting in the car. Honey, we're doing a full fortnight. We you're dropping from the from the plane into the river. I'm in my 30s. I don't fish. Wow. I'm in my 30s. It's all about me and fishing is not part of that. Well, what if you That's fine if it's your journey, you know. 
what if you are have a giant sun hat on and you're drinking um, lemonade on the side and you're watching other people fish? I don't think I could be quiet long enough for the fish to like. Um, like, what are you going to do? Scream at them? Or are you going to tell them to buy Young Gun Free Part One I, on iTunes and Amazon? I love to go out in the wilderness and scream. So yes, I will be screaming. Okay. Well, at least at least we know we 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 can accommodate that. We can put a muzzle That's on. That's one you. thing I miss about living out in the country. The only thing I miss about living out in the country is mm-hmm. just getting to scream. And I can't even do that in Arkansas now because my parents live in a neighborhood. But growing up, they? we didn't have neighbors, so you could just scream. That's scream why my parents kept us your there, shit over the so they, over the railing, so, they, so nobody could hear us. That's why we lived in the middle of nowhere. I love a good scream. You know, it's kind of so like we how could people just all scream. How people are like, you know, sometimes you just need a good cry. Sometimes you just need a good scream. No, you really do. And I have a friend who's like never screamed. And I think I've told this story before. We like were out driving in the country and I was like, you got to scream. And she like could not scream. I, she needs to go to therapy. It was like, and I'm not talking like, uh, I'm, I'm talking, talking like guttural, frying your vocal cords, like scream. Ah! But like mm-hmm. 2,000 times louder, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to. D- it is so therapeutic to just like scream Let it out, girl. sometimes. Anyway. Like the, um, I, I don't know. Did you have fun in Portland? Um, so I, I had a journey. I had a journey over the weekend to Portland. I went and visited my sister um, during the the Pacific Northwest heat wave. It was like 111 and 115. And girl, let me tell you about this thing called sunscreen. I don't know if you've heard of it, but sunscreen... Well, I've been trying to get your leather hide to use it for about 15 years. (laughs) Apparently, so sunscreen is this, it's this cream that you can apply to your body that that prevents you from burning to a fucking crisp in the sun. And Joe, you would be so proud of me. The amount of sunscreen that I applied to my entire body, I lathered that shit onto my body multiple times i was reapplying it and i didn't get burned at all and it was glorious the sunscreen turns out sunscreen it works it prevents you from getting burned if you use it properly you know when i think of you like being outdoors i know you go on like camping with your parents and stuff Mm -hmm. i think of like those cicada shells the husks Mm -hmm. of cicadas just Mm -hmm. dried up you touch it, it crumbles. It's so dry. Right. I, I, yeah, it's like, a, I'm, it's like a snake skin. Like I shed my entire body because it's all, it's, you know, But burned. you don't shed it. It's just there. It, it, it just layers on top of each other. <laughs> it builds up. It just builds up, you know, that's, you know, into a cocoon, essentially. That's what I imagine you're, you're like when you're, when you go on these trips. Yes, absolutely. The heat wave is no fucking joke, though, because like people there don't don't have air conditioning. I was there Mm -hmm. for the we talked about the summer I was in Seattle, those four months. It was a heat wave, too. And it was like 100. It wasn't 115, but it was like 100. Still hot as fuck. I was on the fourth. I was on the fourth floor of the building I was living in. Heat rises. So even at night, it didn't cool down. All the Mm -hmm. heat got absorbed by the building. No air conditioner. And you just. Sweating 24-7. Just cooking, awful. Cooking you from the inside out, girl. Just fucking awful. And I'm like, and that's like, I mean, it gets that hot in Arkansas, but you don't go outside. You have exactly. air conditioning and you Every, just you don't leave prepared. the house. Right. Yeah. 
yeah, that's the thing is like, you know, um, Portland is usually not that fucking hot in the slightest. It's usually way more moderate, way more temperate over there. And so not a lot of people have like, you know, central air or built in AC in their either uh, their apartment complexes or their houses. And so that's why it's a big deal. It's because that like everyone is so ill prepared in terms of infrastructure over there when it comes to air conditioning that like it's fucking dangerous for people and people fucking die. Um, I didn't die, however, because... <sighs> Uh, because why know. tell us tell um, us what what kept you tethered by a kept, strand to this what, mortal realm <laughs> sam what kept, tell us what kept, what kept me barely alive the fact that the apartment <laughs> complex that my sister and her boyfriend live in temporarily um had they had an air conditioning unit which was nice and then we were also um my one of my sister's nursing um co-workers was on vacation and we were house sitting for her and her house had central air and hazy and a cute little cat named lucky it wasn't named luna but it was named lucky which I feel oh, like that's is better. much better. Luna is just not acceptable. We know we know how you feel about Luna, but Lucky is a is a um what I I think that they were a barn cat and she was just adorable. But Lucky wanted to be outside in the fucking 115 degree heat. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with that cat, but like they had a fenced yard, obviously, and like we you know had to water her garden and stuff, and so we would let the cat out when we were house sitting. Um, we went over, you know, like once a day or whatever. And that cat was like hiding under bushes and like sunbathing. And I was like, you're going to you're going to like abs- absolutely cook medium rare girl. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And she did not want to go back inside in like, you know, the air conditioned, lovely home. I'm like, this could not be me. Like, and this is not relatable in the slightest. Um, but she was cute. And we did play um, str- with the string on the stick. She loved the string on the stick. Um, wow. So that was a highlight. But no, we had a really good time, you know, regardless of the insane heat. Um, I got a lot of walking in, which was really good for me because, honey, this blood is just, you know, is, it's just sludge pumping through my Coagulated. veins. Coagulated. Honey, it's just, it is thick. It's like molasses. It's horrible. Separated. Um, you know, like when you leave a jar of, like you try to mix in some sugar and some water, then you leave it out and the sugar all goes to the bottom. Yeah, it's just sugar in my body. It's That's just your trying blood. to pump. <laughs> That's your blood. Sugary sludge. And so we so need I, to shake you. Someone needs to shake you. I mean, so, I don't know. I just imagine someone trying to shake me, and then yeah. I, I nothing. Everything else just stay separated, and nothing. It's not gonna. It's not gonna reform. It's not. It's we need not, to. You know those paint can shakers? Oh yeah. Just put, put me your in one head. Of those. Put your head in one of those. Turn my brain Jump into scrambled you. eggs. <laughs> yeah. It's already scrambled those eggs. Are let's scary. Be honest. I don't like those things. Well, there's a lot of things you don't like that you have a unnatural fear of, but we won't get into that. Um, regardless, I, I, I ate a lot of really good food. It was super nice to hang out with my sister and her boyfriend. Like they are, they're, they're in a situation right now where they bought a house a couple months ago, but they weren't able to move in until like the beginning of July. And so they've been living in like this temporary apartment for a couple months. And so they've been kind of living in limbo because like they only have the essentials out because all their other shit's in the storage unit. And so finally we're getting to the point where they're going to be able to actually move all of their shit into their new house and not have to like move again. And so they were, we talked about that and they were getting very excited and we got to drive by their new house and like, the moving people were there moving the the old people out apparently the house that they bought the or the people that they bought the house from they're like 
I think the retirement age and they're the type of people who are like, yeah, we're going to sell our house and we're going to buy like a really expensive RV and we're just going to like travel around the U.S. until we die. And I don't think that's for me. I, I just no. I like having a home base. Like, I, I don't know what it is with old people and wanting to rent a giant fucking RV. Maybe it's because that I'm afraid of like driving large vehicles. That is a fear of mine. Like, I, I don't like driving large vehicles. It freaks me out. I'm like, where am I going to park? I'm going to hit someone. I don't understand. But like, I don't know. An I RV, don't want to R- go anywhere that I can drive. There's nowhere I mm. want to go that I can that I can drive. I can't drive to fucking France or Germany. What I mean, am I going to do? I don't want to. I don't. You can't drive that, across the ocean. Having anything with wheels sounds so unmanageable. <laughs> so wheels, unmanageable. Unmanageable, honey. Just absolutely don't know how people do it. Then you got to fill it up with like dead dinosaurs, and then you got to truck it across. Yeah, it I might mean, break down. It might break down. You can get a flat tire. You just you you break down on the way to like the Grand Canyon, and then you just cook in it and die. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, it. I don't like like how you can't take those things through the McDonald's drive through. If you can't take it through the McDonald's drive through, then what the fuck are you doing? That's true. Then why, that's why even true. try? You know, wow. You know, that's the most important part of that whole situation. Regardless, I, I you like I feel like it's a trope at this point of like retired people buying an RV and then driving across. Like if I were to buy an RV, all I would want to do is like drive it directly into the Grand Canyon and die. Like that's the only thing I'd want to do. Like, oh, well, I, let's start a I, GoFundMe. We should. Uh, it doesn't have to be an expensive RV. It could be like a really old one because I mean, it's going to blow up. Obviously, it's going to be a fiery a, car accident. A Kickstarter, a GoFundMe. My parents or my grandparents, they had an RV, but they used it for um, medical tourism. They would drive down in the summers or in the winters. I think they hated winter. They would drive down to Mexico in the winter and get all their dental work done. Oh, yeah. Did they did that like work out? How are their teeth? Oh, well, are they're they dead. dead? They're oh. dead, but not because of their teeth. Their teeth were fine. I mean, it's doctors, you know, it and is I doctors. I, you know, you do have to like, I, I, I think there's a lot of concern about like making sure people are certified because there's a language barrier a lot of the time. And oh, so yeah. you, you know, ask questions. There are agencies you can go through though, and they'll hook you up with the good doctors and mm. all of that stuff. So, you know. Well, I just, I just imagine every time I think of medical tourism in Mexico, I just imagine bad plastic surgery, like getting Botox in your face or whatever. And it turns no. to cement. People do like, I mean, there's some legit shit people do. And it's valid because I, mean, I had to get a root canal without insurance once. And that shit's like $2,000, $3,000. Like, yeah, it's probably cheaper to buy, buy a fucking plane ticket to Mexico yeah, and do it down there and fly it back. It for sure is in a lot of cases. And so my grandparents could drive there. They just drove through Arkansas and Texas. Go beep, to Mexico. In their RV. Speaking Oh, this is this is a segue into the article. Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you have fun and I'm glad you didn't get sunburned and that you stayed hydrated. I very much stayed hydrated. I do. After we're done this with this article, I do have a question for you, though. But that's oh, fine. Sure. We, can do, we can do the article. Oh, I I love talking about myself. <laughs> what What's the question? Um, are you? Uh, I was just going to ask you if you had any recommendations for sunscreen. Like that isn't just like face sunscreen, just body sunscreen. If there's something that you use. Well, face sunscreen, I use the Eucerin Daily because it doesn't have a fragrance. That's right. the main 
And I love that. I, you gave that to but me and I, I use that every day. For everything else, I usually go for Neutrogena because it's usually easier to find their like 170 plus, 100 plus SPF mm-hmm. ones. I And they've got the um, the spray on, the like mist on. They've mm-hmm. got the deodorant stick roller. You can roll it on. Oh, and interesting. Then, yeah, that one's really convenient. You just throw it in your bag. Mm. Um, and then I we also have the um, lotion, too. I think gotcha. not all of them are fragrance-free, but it doesn't bother me as much if it's, like, on my body and not on my face. It makes my right. face break out. Yeah, so. I feel I feel like that fragrance, it definitely for me, it, it matters a lot less on the rest of my body. But on my face, I don't want any fragrance. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I are want you, uh, those glitter body sprays to come back. Oh, my God. Like from the early 2000s? Like when we were in junior high and middle school, yes. and all my friends would go I to totally Claire's and about those Bath and Bed Bath and no Bath and Body Works mm-hmm. and get the ones that that glitter spray them on your arms. Ugh. And I was so envious as a little gay because I wasn't allowed to. Right, you were gonna get you were gonna get cyber bullied if you had glitter on your. Arms. I was gonna well, not just cyber bullied. You were gonna get actually actually yeah. you know thrown onto a pitchfork or whatever. All I wanted was glitter body spray that smelled like, I don't know, vanilla, vanilla. cucumber. Literally yes, vanilla. It was all vanilla. If it, it, it probably all got discontinued because it probably had asbestos in it or some crazy shit. Arsenic. Yeah. Who knows? I I don't feel like it was good for you. But also, oh my God, I totally forgot about those. My sister had that. Yeah, everyone did. Those were the know, times. Girl. Those were the times. Girl. Anyways, well, so so my 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 um, add-on question to that is: Are you a mineral sunscreen kind of girl, or a chemical sunscreen kind of girl, or are you a combination? I'm like that zinc, copper, whatever. The good the white, stuff. White tint. The the white mineral tint, sunscreen. Medically approved to work kind of shit. I don't Turns know. It's white as sun- a snowman. Is that mineral? Um, yeah, the zinc, zinc oxide and the other one. Yeah, that's, what that's is, mineral sunscreen. Well, what's chemical then? Because all I know is mineral. I th- chemical sunscreens are they're sunscreens that um, don't have a white cast on them. And it's a it's a chemical oh. um, uh, filter instead of a physical filter. And I don't think I haven't had a, but the reason why I'm asking is because I haven't had a lot of experience with chemical sunscreens, um, at least that I know of. And so. I'm curious. I was curious if there's a chemical sunscreen that you would recommend. And I know like La Roche Posay has one. That's what I'm looking into. But like a lot of them that I've used are all the white cast. Because like the the uh, physical mineral sunscreens, they kind of make me feel greasy, and I don't like that. And apparently, chemical sunscreens are a lot better in terms of like feeling greasy. Regardless, um, if you have maybe you should like recommendations, hit me up. Maybe you should embrace that extra moisture. Your skin needs it. Honey, you, I don't think you understand how greasy of a pig I am, IRL. <laughs> greasy, yet somehow leathery. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> I, girl, I'm a combination. I'm the best of, I'm the worst of both worlds. Let me tell you. When they you. say combination skin, you know, it's a very accurate description. Yeah, imagine a, a leather couch that sweats. That's me. A leather couch that someone poured some baby oil on. <laughs> mm, you know? <laughs> Grease me up, no. daddy. I, I totally get what you mean, though. It feels... I, that's why I like the um the Neutrogena stick one is a little better gotcha. at making you not feel as sticky. 
Gotcha. But no, I get that. Oh, did you hear that honk? Yeah. What the fuck? Someone's coming after you. I don't know. Someone's going wild out there with their horn today. It's grandma in the RV. Get in. We're going to Mexico. Oh, my God. Get in. I would. Honestly. Anyway. um, What's your article? Speaking of traveling in different ways. Oh. Have you seen? Okay. Air car prototype completes its first inner city flight. So this is on Engadget. You know, flying cars, right? You know what a car is and you know what a plane is. Let me tell you about something that does both. Wow. (laughs) First of all, flying cars were supposed to be here like 10 years ago. I'm fucking over it at this point. I don't even have a regular car. No, flying cars were supposed to be here like 75 years ago. Remember the Flintstones? They were like, this is coming soon. Oh, yeah, not Jetsons, the Flintstones. Right. No, no, no. No, 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 not the Flintstones. <laughs> that was, it's the Jetsons. That was, there's a dinosaur in my car. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean, I drive my car with by running my feet on the ground, right? Yeah, your feet look like it. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> wow. How I'm rude. sorry. I, I've just been into the reads lately. Okay, I'll reel it in. Lately? Um, lately. Just on just, just, just the past 342 episodes of this podcast. <laughs> I can tell by the little, by the bloody nubs at the end of your ankles. And she been <laughs> yeah, running. There aren't, there aren't even feet anymore. It's just <laughs> nubs. Oh, God. Anyway, um, flying car. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, in order to meet regulatory guidelines, apparently, I skimmed this article. So buckle up. Uh, yeah. Um. Many vehicles are like classified. They go off vertically. They're like drones. They're manned drones, essentially, because they just take off vertically. A helicopter, if you will. Mm, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, however, a Slovakian company called Klein Vision, they completed an inaugural inner city flight between Nitra and Bratislava airports. So I don't even know what the point of it is if you like are flying from airport. Well, okay, here's the thing though. It looks like a car. I'm going to send you the link. It literally looks like a car with wings on the side of it. And it has like a rudder or like a propeller on the back maybe or whatever that is. I just want to get sucked into the propeller and die. We'll see. Okay. So he flew from airport to airport and then the wings fold in and then he drove it home to his house. So it's like tarmac to tarmac, Tuck in the wings, which happens very fucking slowly and mechanically. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you drive right home. So, I mean, it technically is, like, this is a, fl- a flying car. Um, first um, off, we'll, we'll post this article, this Engadget article, to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. You can look at the um, show notes, whether or not you're a patron or not. Um, it just it's a good place to put show notes. Um, second off, I thought this was going to be way cuter. This is an ugly fucking vehicle, by the way. Oh, I thought it looks like a race car. It looks very race car. It looks like I, a Batman car. It looks like it's made out of cardboard. I don't know. Maybe it's because it needs to be light. I um, know. I don't know about I, this. I don't know. Planes are heavy. I don't. I don't understand aerodynamics. I don't understand planes. I don't, I don't understand cars. I don't understand plane cars. Let me tell you, I threw a rock in the air once. It came right back down. Is that why you're the way you are? Because it hit you in the head, <laughs> honey. Isaac Newton. That apple hit me a little too hard. Honey, that Fig Newton. That Fig Newton. Hate Fig Newtons. Hate Fig Newtons. Hate. Hate 
fig newtons. Love raisins. Hate fig newtons. Did you yeah, know I that saw, I saw you post literally... golden raisins on the on Twitter, and then I was like, oh, I need to remute you. Oh yeah, and now I'm really into this Italian card game called Scopa. I mean, at least it's better than raisins. I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's like, like solitaire. It's like solitaire been, in Italian. When you've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for years, and then you like go a little bit beyond that, I just gotta, I just gotta applaud you. I guess you know. So anything's better than being obsessed with golden raisins. Golden so, raisins congratulations. and Scopa. That's what I do. I, anyway, I, I'm happy for you. So this car, it's a car. Hmm. And it flies. Mm, a flying car. But it needs like a runway. We, it obviously needs a runway, I guess. So I guess what you could do, I mean, this obviously wouldn't be practical for like, this isn't for us poors, obviously. Us poors. This is like, hey, I'm waking up in LA. I need to get to, I don't know, San Francisco later. I'm going to drive this car to the airport, flap out the wings, and fly to San Francisco airport, land, and then drive to my destination. Well, here's my question. Obviously, planes do not run off of gasoline, like the same sort of gasoline that you would use for a, a regular engine in a car. Like, they like they run off of well, fucking jet, jet fuel. Well, that's jet planes. But right. That, but not all planes take jet fuel, do they? I mean, I'm sure that they don't take regular, like, car gasoline. I think they need something a little more fancy than that. I'm not an engineer. Your husband's an engineer. Can't you you just- should ask him. Well, once you're up in the air, doesn't just the air spin the propeller? You know, isn't that I'm, just a wind? I, I can't, you know, that time that you applied <laughs> to be an engineer at Boeing and you didn't get the job. I think I understand why. Excuse me. My husband is an engineer from Kansas and that's where they make airplanes. I think um, I know a little bit about airplanes. <laughs> my husband is from a place that makes airplanes. My so I'm pretty husband? sure I work for Boeing. My husband, a mechanical engineer mm-hmm. who doesn't mechanic. work on planes. He is from somewhere that does make planes. Mm-hmm. So therefore. So check yourself. <laughs> well, my, my question is, this fucking fly, this ugly ass flying car. Um, I'm curious what sort of fuel it takes. Let's let's look it up. I'm looking it up right here. Fuel. The Klein Vision air car can be filled up with fuel at a regular petrol station. Wow. It's got a BMW engine running on regular fuel. Sis, a BMW engine? Okay, um, never mind. First of all, BMW engines are in like airplanes. That's like Rolls Royce makes engines for literally like those big airplanes. Are we two homosexuals talking about engines and cars? Because I feel like we need to back up a bit. Yes, because I follow gay engineers on Instagram. You would. Well, um, what's his name? Who was on Great British Bake Off? Gay engineer talks about like airplane engines. Okay. Rolls Royce airplane engine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, so now my second question is how far can this air car go? See, now you're asking a lot of questions to someone who skimmed an article. Well, no, you told me ago. that you work for Boeing okay. and you're an expert and you made, <laughs> you are actually the lead engineer on this air car project. So okay. I feel like there's no one out there well, that is more, that is more qualified to answer these burning questions that I have about this air car than you. Uh, 300 something about, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a two seater. Uh, uh, it can go 170 kilometers an hour. Uh, um, it's flown 8,200 feet. I guess that's the height. It, Sam, 
It has a thing on it that says when it's empty. You figure it out. Oh, okay. Well, as you long as it has it that. Okay. You just well. look at your gas meter. God, you own a car. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I own a car. Why can't that, why can't that car fly? I know, because you need to tape wings on it. Girl, imagine cardboard Girl. wings attached to my fucking Ford Focus. I do Every it, day honestly. I imagine you ascending into the sky. Okay? Well, I'm only, I, like I said, I, well, <laughs> what I need to do is I need to, we need to start the GoFundMe. We, I need to buy myself an RV and then I need to attach wings to it. So when I fly or when I drive at Mach 5 into the Grand Canyon, I don't actually go into the Grand Canyon. I soar over the Grand Canyon because I have wings on my RV. That's how that works, right? You know what? I want to be in the RV, too. This is going to be like, was it Laverne and Shirley or Thelma and Louise? Thelma and Louise. It's going to be like them. I was trying to figure out which one of them f- drove over the cliff in a stream the other day. What? Like who, what who was driving La- it? What did Laverne and Shirley do? I don't... Mm. I always... There's just so many pairs. Like, um, Romeo and Michelle... Did they Romeo drive off and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> How did they die? Right. You know. Um, um, George and Barbara Bush. George and Barbara Bush. <laughs> um, Jimmy Carter and his wife. Jimmy Neutron. Exactly. And the other one. <laughs> the Jimmy, Powerpuff Girls. Jimmy Neutron Carter, our president. Um, yeah, all of those. Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> Right, you know, and Pepsi, um, <laughs> uh, Brittany and Christina. Oh, my God. Brittany and Christina. Speaking uh, of Brittany and Christina, I mean, speak, not speaking of Christina. Hashtag Lotus. Um, but she tweeted, of, though, in support of Brittany yesterday. I, I did see that. So did you listen to any of the of the Britney Spears? Um, what, not, what, what's it called? Not a it dissertation. It was the. Uh, God. It wasn't a test. She wasn't like testifying. It was just her recorded like testimony. I guess yeah, you testimony. Call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I listened to the whole thing and like fully cried. Yeah, it was a lot. It was. I mean, devastating. Well, what's, I mean, what's to interesting her, is like she was obviously for sure. like, she was obviously going at a million miles an hour because like understandable she hasn't been able she hasn't been able to talk about this ever in her entire life so she had a lot to get off her chest but even with that even with her like you know talking at the speed of light i think that's the most sane i've ever heard britney spears sound like she sounded totally fine well she i mean i think you know when i'm nervous i talk really fast too so and she was you know like you said she hasn't ever been able to talk about this she really she had a lot to say, and I'm glad yeah, she, she finally a... got to say it, and she got to say it publicly. Well, what, like... I'm, what I'm trying to say is that she didn't seem, like, drugged out of her mind. You know, like, how she seems in, like, some Instagram posts or when she, other, when she makes other, like, public appearances. Like, she seemed like a rational human being who had valid concerns, and she was, like, an adult who, like, was voicing her grievances, and she sounded fucking normal. Is what I'm trying to say. I, I think there's, I mean, we've all been a part of it. We've all been a part of the, like, society has been a huge part of the. Oh, yeah. We were all, this, we all ganged up on Britney. We were, we were all part a of the total problem. ganging up on Britney when it's this, it's this woman who can handle herself who, I mean, there's all the videos of her, of her like, like she said, 
teaching the dancers the choreography. She's making all this money. She's doing all this work, going on all these world, world tours. And yet, like, we've all been like, oh, Brittany can't keep it together because she makes this Instagram post of her walking. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. It, th- insane. It's, it's like society's fault. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've been a part of it for sure. Like, we all pitted Christina versus Brittany. We all, we all pitted Hillary versus Lindsay. Do you know what I mean? There's, I mean, I don't think we, we've all pitted Hillary versus Lindsay. I think that that was mostly you and all of your <laughs> all of your Twitter bots. If you go back you in the early 2000s, that was only me. It was just you. All those articles for those magazines. Right. No, exactly. but it's like, I mean, we just keep tearing down women, especially and minorities. And it's well, just like well, everyone's built it, Brittany up to be this like person who can't handle herself or a person mm-hmm. who can't handle anything. And the reality is like the proof's all around us that she can, you know, right. it's and on honest, us for honestly, at this point, like I'm legitimately surprised that she hasn't killed herself. Like with the amount of shit that she's had to deal with for like, you know, tens, 20 years, like, she, and she is still kicking after what, like we all have done to her as a society. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It says a lot about her, I guess, her uh, her beliefs and her spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she's still fighting. Like, it's so... I, I don't really get... I don't get starstruck, and I don't get, like... I don't really idolize celebrities. Well, as a star all, yourself, why would you get starstruck around your peers? I... That, too. But also, <laughs> like... I, I don't really understand stan culture. There's there's nobody who could disappoint me because I don't put any trust in anybody. Do you know right. what I mean? You've, you've gotten to the point where like you don't put people on pedestals. No, if if one of if a if even Hillary Duff said something, I'd be like, okay, that's I I don't I'm okay writing this person off. Do you know what I mean? It's, so okay, here today, gone tomorrow. That's what life is for me. Hillary like, Duff. If, Hillary Duff personally sends you a cease and desist. Are you not starstruck? No, I'm not. I'm actually like annoyed. (laughs) I'm like, great. I have to fucking deal with something else on my plate right now. That's how dare you, Hillary. Do you know what I'm dealing with right now? I don't get start. Like if I met Hillary Duff, that would be really cool. I would, but I don't want to be her fan. I want to be her best friend. You want to infiltrate the life. (laughs) And no, burn I don't it from really the want inside that. out. I kind of don't want to know about most celebrities just because I don't care in mm. a lot of ways. I, I appreciate like I, I appreciate Hillary Duff's music and Liz McGuire movie, but I, I don't really need to know about her as a person, you know. Mm-hmm. But in, I'm not saying that this is this is setting up for Britney was like the first music I ever listened to Same. on my own. Mm-hmm. She was so much to little a lot of us little gay kids Mm -hmm. she you know and she she doesn't even she wasn't even catering to us or whatever no but there was so much like confidence so much presence that like we didn't get to have Mm -hmm. as kids where like especially where i grew up in the south that's just that wasn't who i got to be but that's who, that's the confidence I wanted. That's like the presence I wanted. Right. And it's so, it just hit me hard. It's like, dang, I, we got, I got so much from Britney. Like, I mean, I've got her fucking vinyls, you know? Yeah, girl. Like, love her. 
And it just hurts to like know that she's in this bad of a situation. You right. Know? But in a in a weird and twisted it hurts way, her even more. She's dying. You know, right. it's awful. Um, but in a weird twisted way, I'm I. It's really nice to see everyone finally, after all of these years, everyone is rallying behind her and not laughing at her. It's like we we all collectively have gotten to this point now where like the free Britney movement is like so prominent in culture right now. That everyone is like, anyone who knows anything about the situation is on Britney's side. And it's nice to see that. It's nice to see that. It would be nicer if there's, like, change. Right. It would be nice if, like, you know, the conservatorship would fucking end. And Britney could, like, live her fucking life. Like, the shit about her forcibly getting an IUD and not being able to remove it is, like, Handmaid's Tale type of horrifying shit. Like, that. the fact that that is legal is in fucking sane. I agree. Anyway, hashtag free Britney. Um, this is a this is a Britney Stan account. If you don't like Britney, get out. This is a Britney, Britney Spears Pepsi only podcast. You know my first ever my first ever YouTube video. This is literally what, 2006, 2007? Mm-hmm. It's it was privated like when I even started making vlogs. It was a Britney Spears Lip syncing compilation of you, of me. Yes, I. I need to had see just this. gotten. I had just gotten my um, college laptop, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was around the time that the My Prerogative, her her uh, My Prerogative and Greatest Hits were coming out, and there was like a there was a song that was like a mashup of a lot of her hits, mm-hmm. and I I did a lip sync for it, and like to get into video editing, I edited that. Oh my god, that's crazy! I know. Is it I still know. like on your like? Is it, is it still uploaded and privated, or oh, did you delete it? I'm not entirely sure because YouTube was sweeping a lot of copyright stuff oh, at one point. Oh yeah, that could have. Yeah, and so the um the audio might be removed, but it may be removed altogether. <sighs> wow, ancient history at this point. I wonder if I, I might have it on an external hard drive. I should go see if I can find it. Dust that off. It's like the fucking Rosetta Stone. External hard drives are scary because, like, one of mine stopped working, and I don't know what to do. Oh yeah, I mean, it's the it's probably the data is probably lost. That's why I have a uh, network attached storage with multiple hard drives, and so it copies all the data to each other. And so there's like, if a hard drive goes bad, I can replace it, and it rebuilds. Anyway, anyway, I'm gay. And hashtag free Britney. I just want I just want to delete everything I've ever done. Just in general or about Britney? <laughs> yes. No, every, everything. I see you're I pivoting the Britney conversation back to you. Uh, how can I make this? How can I pull focus? How can I pull focus away from Britney and back onto me? I need the spotlight. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> my Britney, my Britney blackout vinyl. Ugh. Do you know how many people? Do you know how many people I told about Toxic before it was a single? Ugh. Trendsetter. You could truly. say that she I made knew. Toxic happen. Yeah, one Arkansas homosexual made Toxic a single. I believe it. I made Toxic happen in the town I grew up in, Arkansas. You mean do you play Toxic and then people threw eggs at your car? Yeah. No, because she released me against the music off in the zone as the first Ugh, single, and everyone was that's... like, "Who's Madonna?" Literally, everyone in my high school was like, "Who's Madonna?" Because millennials. Because and Madonna's old. 
I had to be like, first of all, it is a good song. Second of all, Toxic's going to be the next single. And you hoes are done for. Wow. Is that why people put anyway. cat food in your locker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the year someone put cat food in my locker. So, God, you know, and I I have Joe's address. I should just send him cat food in the mail. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. Just give give him a little refresh of high school. Yeah, Piggy might like it. Actually, I think cat food is like, I don't think cat food's very good for dogs. No, he's on a strict, he eats a science diet. So, okay. Well, he probably has a better diet than me. Let's be honest. He eats out of his busy buddy now, too. Is that like that little thing where he like has to do a puzzle? It's shaped. Yeah, there are different kinds of busy buddies. His is the one that's shaped like a UFO and he has to, the you knock it around and the food falls out. But he doesn't understand that he can knock it around. So he sticks his tongue as far as he can into it and just licks the food out. Yeah, same. He's really, str- he struggles. Anyway, <laughs> hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. We're all um, on the same page. I'm curious. I don't think we have a date of like whether or not the judge is going to lift the conservatorship or not. But hopefully, no, I haven't seen anything. But hopefully you know. that date is soon and hopefully the judge makes this right decision or whatever. Well, and hopefully her life's OK in the meantime. I know right, she was exactly. afraid of like it sounded like she was afraid of like repercussions for speaking out. You know? Right. Like her fucking handlers. Crazy. Yes. Anyway, oh do you hear that? Yeah, they're they're also screaming for free, free Britney. There are sirens galore today. They're going to arrest anyway, you. Anyway, um, cheese of the week? Yes, please. It's cheese of the week. Oh, I do have a cheese of the week. What? An actual cheese? Or is it, oh, you know? It is an actual cheese. Um, but I f- don't know what it's called or where it's from. So I'll just describe it. Okay. Use your senses. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Paw Paw. Okay, West Virginia cheese. Do you remember when me and Justin went to it? I found it. Spring Gap Mountain Creamery in Paw Paw, West Virginia. Now, when me and Justin were there, we got Sophie Select. That yes. way it was like an these are the aged um milk. What's it called? What, raw what milk. Does it say? Raw right, raw raw milk cheese. Mm-hmm. You following me? I'm barely. Uh, same. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Now, they sell it at our farmer's market. So when we go to the farmer's market to drop off our compost, mm-hmm. we uh, usually get our vegetables for the week. But we had run out of cheese. So we decided to try a different kind of theirs. We got the Shenandoah Sunrise. Now, the Shenandoah is either a mountain or a river. I don't remember which. Or I it think might it's just a river. Be, it might just be. I have actually been on the river the Shenandoah but isn't it like an area too Uh, probably why are you asking me because the cheese this it's still spring gap mountain creamery but it's their Shenandoah sunrise Mm. now let me tell you it's it's their most popular cheese oh it it is their take on a southern french farmstead cheese coarse texture salt crystals kind of like parmesan but it's Mm. also it's like parmesan plus cheddar plus gouda Oh, that sounds like a lot. Well, you would think that. You'd be wrong. Mm. Because it's actually simply delicious. This podcast is sponsored by (laughs) cheese. (laughs) No, we did get it. And um, we had it for dinner, like sliced on crackers. Mm -hmm. Um, 
No, it's really good. If you like live in this region and you can go to a farmer's market or are in West Virginia, I mean, it's it's unlike any other cheese I've tasted. Mm-hmm. I I think that has a lot to do with the raw milk component mm-hmm. too. But um, a lot more flavor in the raw milk compared to pasteurized. Yeah, it's got kind of like a tanginess to it. It starts mm-hmm. out kind of smooth and then it has like a tangy aftertaste, mm-hmm. almost like bitter tangy. It's Ooh. good. Recommended it if you can get it. Okay. It's cheese of the week. What's it called? Oh, Shenandoah Sunrise. Sunrise. I was waiting for it. Spring Gap Mountain Creamery in Paul, West Virginia. What is the um, hardness, the hardness of this cheese? It does feel like kind of like when you're slicing into Gouda or cheddar. Okay, so it's like a medium hardness. It's very It's not hard like Parmesan. No, no, no. It's it's not something you could grate it, but I it's it's more like a sliceable put on a cracker thing. It's a it's a it's a cracker cheese. It's got like a lot of crystals like Parmesan, but it's mm. not like Parmesan in texture. Gotcha. Okay, that sounds delicious actually. I love it. Delicious. Cheese. Available at farmer markets in DC, Maryland, Virginia, and also oh it's at of some retail markets in those areas as well. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a cheese this week. Oh my god! What is it? Tell me more. So I went to this thing called the grocery store. I don't know if you've heard of it. There's these stores that sell groceries, and there is a sure. cheese section. And I got this this cheese called string cheese. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of string cheese? <laughs> and it, they're Ugh. individually packaged. They're they're uh, very bougie. They're um, artisanal uh, stringed cheese, and you you unwrap it from the plastic, and then you you uh, tear it apart like strings, and you eat it. I think it's a type of mozzarella. It's absolutely divine. You should try it. You might be able to find it. I don't know what I don't know where it's located. It might be in in specific markets. But if you find the string cheese, I feel like you should pick it up. I feel like it's worth a try. I'm sorry. I've been checking my email. Were you <laughs> You you were changing the <laughs> password to our Patreon. That's what you were doing. Uh, my I was never a string cheese person. Like, you know, like a lot of people's parents would always throw in a string cheese in their lunchbox. Never. Right, that was my parents. That was never mine. We never did string cheese. It was. It always seemed like I'll go to Sonic and wolf down a whole thing of fucking mozzarella sticks, but string Ugh. cheese just always seemed weird to me. Mm, too it's cold. a meat, definitely a meat thing. But interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll have to send you a, a string cheese p- care package in the mail. Yeah, I'm sure it'll really do well in this weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll, you know, nice and warm. Yeah. Nice and sweaty. <laughs> Love a sweaty God. cheese. Just a <laughs> melted, sloppy mm. pile. I don't know. That kind of sounds good. I do like it when it's, like, stretchy. Anyways. We were watching um this Epicurious. It was, like, $400 mac and cheese. Did I already tell you? I already told you about the mac and cheese one. Yes, yeah. and it was way too fancy. They put lobster in it, and I'm, I don't, I'm not about that life. But he fried. So the, the fancy chef the real chef, fried Velveeta. Oh, that's interesting. Like in a mozzarella stick kind of looking way. Mm-hmm. It, that sounds disgusting to me. Yeah, I don't know. 
Mozzarella is a little more uh, mild. I don't know if I'd want to like gobble down a Velveeta stick. Yeah, that might be a bit much. Who knows? Anyways, good cheese, I guess. Yeah, one of us. I mean, I I know mine is good. (laughs) Yeah, it's you. It's you. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Um, Should we do favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. You, um, you got one? I'm I'm going to go first just because mine is a restaurant that I went to in Portland. And so it's, you know, okay. it's nothing crazy. Um, obviously, when I, you know, went to Portland, I ate, ate out a lot. And um, my sister and her, her boyfriend took me to this kind of, it's like a Thai barbecue and cocktail place called Eem, E-E-M. Um, and we ate outside because like, COVID restrictions are still a thing and obviously blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so we we ate there and we got a shit ton of food and we kind of shared it family style and it was fucking delicious. So if you ever go to Portland, um, you should stop by Eam. They have really good cocktails and they have really good um, curry. And especially they have this like this like Thai fried chicken that was really good. Um, that was incredible. And then also something that I always love from Thai places if they have it is green papaya salad. Have you ever had green papaya salad, Joe? I don't think so. So essentially what it is, is it's like green papaya, which is just papaya that's not ripe yet. And it's very like crisp and crunchy and delicious. And it's usually tossed in a kind of a, a dressing of like fish sauce and Thai chilies. And it's usually really spicy. Um the green papaya salad that they had at Eam also had dried shrimp and roasted peanuts. And it was spicy and salty and sour and delicious and like super refreshing on like a hundred fucking degree day. Um, so that was really good. They have really good curries. Like we had got a green curry with pork. They had a red curry with uh, king oyster mushrooms that was um, vegetarian and super delicious. And I find that I miss it. Oh, also they have like different cocktails with like hibiscus and passion fruit and guava and lemongrass, like really fancy, delicious shit. So I'm still thinking about it. It's crazy when you go to a city and you like eat out and it's like, oh, wow, this is crazy. This is this is really good food. And then I go back to my little farm town and I'm like, I don't have that here. It's just white people everywhere. It's just it's just burgers and it's fake just Italian Mc- food. It's, sis. Ju- it's just <laughs> McDonald's hamburgers and like <laughs> oh, macro- boxed macaroni God. and cheese. That's it's just it. Fazoli's breadsticks. <laughs> And you know what's funny is like chicken McNuggets. People talk about Fazoli's and I've never been or seen a Fazoli's. It's like a it's like an East Coast, like two bit Olive Garden sort of situation. Well, I've never been to Fazoli's. Really? It's Southern. Yeah, I would raw dog an entire (laughs) basket of Fazoli's breadsticks up my ass if I could find a Fazoli's. Well, that's straight up my hole. That's how they cook them is they stick them up there and then they come out, you know, 400 oh, degrees. Let me tell you about their fully Marie Callender's frozen meals that you will get served <laughs> and how much I fucking eat that slop up. I have to make sure to take two tums before I go. It's the well, only you have to place. Prepare. The only place that's ever given me heartburn. Wow. That says a lot. I'll take two. You know, I'll take two. Anyway, Eam is not a Fazoli's. Um, it's an actual good <laughs> restaurant in Portland. So if you are in Portland and you're craving kind of Thai barbecue food, go to Eam. It's incredible. E-E-M. Um, I'll post their website in the uh, show notes on our Patreon. 
and that it was delicious. delicious. And I want to yeah. go back next time I go back. I'll probably hit them up again. It was super good. So nice. What about you? What's your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing this week is a show I've been watching on Disney Plus. Um, Disney Plus. It's not Loki, although we have been watching Loki, and I do really like it. Mm. Have you been watching um, any of it? No, I haven't. My roommate has watched Loki, and she's told me about it, and she says it's actually pretty good. But I haven't seen yeah. any myself. It's it's good. I didn't really fuck around with um, Winter Soldier stuff. I don't. Mm-hmm. It was is a little too angsty and not magical enough. I need magic. I like she needs magic. WandaVision, you mm-hmm. know, I like Loki, you know, magic tricks. Right. So uh, we've been watching Loki. It's been pretty good so far. But we both love vet shows. You may have watched mm-hmm. this one. It's not really a vet show, but I've been needing something to kind of fill that void. And so I right. started watching uh, Secrets at the Zoo. Secrets of the Zoo or at the Zoo. I'm not entirely sure, but they're secrets and they happen at the secrets. zoo. Is this, are they British? No, this happens at the Columbus Zoo in Ohio. Okay. There was there was one Oh, but one episode. of the doctors is like Australian or something, I think. Maybe that's what it is. I remember catching one episode of this on cable at my parents' place a long time ago. Um, I think it was on Animal Planet or something. Is is it an Animal Planet show that's on Disney Plus? I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be under their Nat Geo thing. But right, I don't know. that's probably it. Um, um I watched an episode of it and it was really good, but I, I, that's the only, yeah. I've only seen one episode of it. It is really good. It's it's fairly newish. I think it just started in like 2018 or 2019. Mm-hmm. But I'm not entirely sure on that either. I don't research these things. However, well, we, 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 yeah. so it's a lot of the like behind the scenes stuff that happens at the zoo. Like I have very mixed feelings about zoos. I don't really like going to zoos, but this is like more uh, conservation kind of zoo situation they have a uh they have the zoo and then they have a place called the wilds which is like huge acres where the animals just roam free and they just like make sure they're okay try to up their numbers try to Mm -hmm. do like these breeding programs so that there's more in the wild they like take manatees rehabilitate them let them go again you know stuff like that right right, right. so that's the stuff that you know i'm okay with that but i do you know there are a lot of Zoo horror stories, I think, but not all. You know what I mean? So right. it's uh, about their caretakers who clearly really love the animals. And like if an animal, it is very much like exotic vet shows because they've got the vets there and the vets will have to do all of these things to penguins or cheetahs or whatever. Wow. Um, yeah. It's in- it's fun to like see these animals and it also like teaches you about them too. It's like there's only... 20 of these left in the wild and we're part of this program that is like trying to up their numbers and trying to map their genome and trying to do this. So it's nice and educational as well. And the animals are cute. I mean, that's the most important part. It is. I love animals. I wish I had liked animals when I was like 20. Did you hate animals when you were 20? What? What? Yeah, I didn't grow up around animals. I don't. I mean, okay. Yeah, I guess I understand where where you're going with that. Yeah, we weren't allowed to have pets. And so, I mean, I don't, I still don't like horses. Horses are scary. But I mean, they're, I don't hate them. They can live their own life, but like separately from mine, you know? Well, it's just because that you think that you look like one. And so you, you feel like you're too relatable. They always try to eat me. <laughs> um, I, I've grown up in Montana my entire life and I've never ridden a horse. 
uh, my family, my um, my uh, pappy was a farmer, and so he mm. had horses to go around the farm on. And oh my god, I tried to ride one once; it almost threw me off. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> it was it was like absolutely not. It was like I'm not. It was like that too. Not yeah. your gay ass riding me. Well, and then I volunteered at this place that like um uh horse gave horse rides to like differently abled. Mm, gotcha. You know how like it can help with um social ability, motor skills, stuff like that. Anxiety. And so I would I would do all of the things except like interact with the horses. Like I'll give you I'll give them your food. I only mm-hmm. volunteered there like two days. My friend volunteered there and I like went along with her a couple times. But oh my god, she tried to get me to ride the smallest little pony. I was terrified. <laughs> now I want to see you. I want to see you terrified. You can't them. Riding a horse. Ponies aren't little. Yeah, ponies, ponies could kick your ass. It sure could kick mine. Yes. Terrifying. I'm more of an alpaca person. More of a llama um, person. You know, what animals do I like? Maybe I just P- like dogs. Piggy? <laughs> Maybe I just like piggy. Yeah. No, I think I would. It's... I do. I I had a uh, friend in Arkansas who I had I volunteered with, and she used to be a zookeeper at the Little oh, Rock wow. Zoo. And she would tell me about like having to hand raise otters, like bringing them Aww. home at night, and oh they would God. just shit. They would just crawl under the couch <laughs> and just shit. And if like I were an animal, I would be a baby otter <laughs> shitting under a couch. Absolutely. <laughs> like I mean. There's crying in every episode because these people dedicate their entire life. Like, right, you it know, is their they, life. they live at the fucking zoo, basically. And when they're not at the zoo, they're thinking about being at the zoo with their animals, you know. God. So the animals are taken really good care of. And that makes me happy. And I and the show makes me cry as well. Gay. Yeah, a fox died. And I just started crying because it looked just like Piggy. What? Yes, there was like an Arctic fox or a Finnick fox or whatever, and it like didn't oh, make it okay. through its operation, and it looks just spoiler. like Piggy. And I, uh, spoiler alert: the fox dies in like the fourth episode <laughs> or whatever. But don't get too attached. Don't get too attached to the Arctic fox. Warning. Yeah, it was uh, sad. God. Well, let me know when uh, when Piggy gets his own zoo. I just imagine you buy this like you know. 500 acre compound and it's like a zoo and the only animal that's in it is piggy i would love that i would never be able to find him though he has no recall he does not get off leash piggy cannot get off leash he's kind of like a god what are the um skunks skunks like get lost immediately they have no recall they have no like home they have Who's no trying idea to recall a skunk i don't know people who own skunks as pets always gotta have them on a leash or else they'll run away I would well. I guess they do. We've seen a few in our on one of our favorite shows, Doctor K's. Mm-hmm. People have pet skunks. Wild times. Wild times. I don't think that it's. I don't. I think Montana. It's illegal to have a pet skunk. And I. I think I looked that up because of one of those episodes, and then I got sad. I fucking love the smell of skunks. Yeah, and you that's would. a thing. That's like a thing. Some people really. I love it. When I get back to Arkansas. I always smell a skunk on the way home from the airport, and I'm just, I think you it's just like know Stockholm. You're home. Yes, like Stockholm Syndrome. I'm like, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. The abuse uh, of the skunk smell. There she is. I'm home. That reminds me of the fact that my, my mom loves the smell of marijuana, because it's like skunky. Uh, she doesn't like smoking marijuana, but if she could like get 
a joint to like light as incense for the house, she would. Hemp oil. <laughs> hemp oil smells like marijuana a lot. I, Just CBD I hemp oil. Are you going to get my mom on the CBD hemp, hemp oil train? Are you going to start <laughs> selling her shit? I'll ship her, her some, some hemp oil. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, um, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. I'll have the to zoo. definitely check that out on uh, Disney+. Plus. You said it's Secrets of the Zoo? Secrets of the Zoo or at the Zoo. Of or okay. at. Not sure, but it's Secrets and Zoo. There are Secrets in the Zoo. Look it up. Is there a zoo in Missoula? Oh, God, no. <laughs> you think that we're large enough to have a zoo honey if you want to see wild animals you just go like a mile outside of missoula in the mountains and you'll get eaten by a mountain lion that is our zoo the great outdoors the zoo in dc is free well the, my my problem is if i were to go to the zoo with you in dc you would throw me into the gorilla pit um yes probably <laughs> they have one of those lock things the door where so we can walk to the zoo. We we've never done it from our place, but it's walk it it's walkable. Mm-hmm. Um, when they open, I want to start going back. But they have one of those things where the chimpanzees. It's a really high like swinging bar, and it mm-hmm. goes over the sidewalk. Oh, that's cool. But it's high enough so like the chimpanzees won't drop down because they would die. Oh but, my like, god! <laughs> they can literally climb across and go like be right above your head. They could turd on you. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like, are they going to shit on you? Probably. I would. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Anyway, good favorite things. Good favorite um, things. I gotta go. I gotta go snuggle up under my couch and take a shit. Just like okay. that little baby sea otter. Well, thank you for listening. Sam's gonna poop. <laughs> and there will be an after show this week for all of you wonderful Patreon patrons. But thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Joe's gotta go. I gotta go. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.